This is Chuck at Last Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. Episode is heaven knows what number, and it's unspoken. Now, give me a little history of unspoken. For recovery people, in churches, usually there's a, a period for people to voice their prayer requests. Uh, so they certainly raise their hand and say, hey, would you pray for so-and-so or pray for me or pray for somebody for this or that or something else that's prayer requests well a lot of times people don't want to say what the what the prayer request is because it's uh it's awkward or they don't want people to know or it's just uh you know, they, they just say, you know, they don't say anything, basically. So nobody gets to pray for it. Um, it's been my habit occasionally pray for, if I'm asked to pray, to pray for unspokens. And then I'll pray in detail for unspokens. Topic of the thing is unspokens. And that's what we're going to do. I think what I want to say is, is that, you know, if you're listening, you are the unspoken. I can pray for unspokens. I can't name you by name, but I can pray for unspokens. That's sort of what I'm, I'm talking about. I'm going to pray for unspokens. And I'm going to talk about it. This this uh, podcast is about unspoken. Thing you got to understand is I'm talking directly to you. Whoever's listening, I'm talking directly to you. Your stuff is secret. It's in your head. It's secret. But. The thing about unspokens is, is that uh, if the Lord wants to, he could tell me or tell whoever is open to the Spirit to, you know, pray for this unspoken. And a lot of times the unspoken is something that's burdening your heart you don't want to tell anybody about you know you're struggling with something you don't want to tell anybody about that you know so I guess what we're doing right now is I'm going to talk about and pray about unspoken or whoever's listening and I don't know who's going to listen I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about you. I don't know if I'm in a meeting and, and they ask me to pray, I pray for unspoken. But I have the advantage of at least being able to look at the people in the meeting and get a feeling for what's going on. This I have no idea. This is strictly spirit-led stuff. So, let me talk a little bit of what 
a lot of what unspokens are about. If it was something that was acceptable or you get sympathy for or you you didn't want you didn't mind people knowing you figure they'd be uh, sorry for you or commiserate you with you unspokens are especially in recovery meetings is oh crap i picked up instead of talking in a meeting about it you're stewing about it in silence unspoken um it's 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 usually the stuff that you don't want anybody to know about but you want the lord to know about of course you can pray to the lord and he'll hear and he's in private and he'll answer in private but a lot of times you'd like people to pray for you effectively but you don't want to out yourself you don't want to out yourself that's an unspoken so this is all about you and what you want to let people know is happening to you So it's a little, I suppose it's creepy, but, you know, if you haven't experienced the Holy Spirit, then it could be a little creepy. Um, But the Holy Spirit knows everything. It's not like all the stuff you're going through is private. You know, I mean... People might not know, but the Lord knows, the devil knows, which is <laughs> the universe knows. It's just the human population doesn't know. And that's, so you want to say, I don't want to tell anything, anybody about it. So I don't want to tell the little slice of humanity about it, but everybody else and the universe knows about it, which is a little silly, but it makes you feel better that the people that is going to talk, they're not going to—they're not going to know. So, I guess what we're talking about is, I'm talking to you. It's listening to me. You got stuff going on. You say, "No, I ain't got no stuff going on." You're a human being. You got stuff going on. You know? And chances are, 99% of the stuff you got going on, you don't want anybody to know about. And 100%, you probably don't want to tell anybody about it. Unless you got you got some gain, gain in it. You know, you can get sympathy, you can get whatever. But... If people are going to think worse of you because of the stuff you got, you're going to keep it quiet. You know, and I get it. You don't want you don't want uh, Christians to know about it. They're they're gabby as anything. You know, a lot of times they're not secure. 
A lot of times they are, but this isn't, you, you can't be sure. If you're listening to me, you know, chances are you've been involved with some Christians and chances are some of them have disappointed you. So I get it. That's where unspokens come from. There's no names attached to them. You can pray for unspokens in a meeting and you don't know who you're praying for. And the people don't know who you're praying for. And it's completely anonymous. But you know if what's being prayed for is something like you have. Those are unspokens. And uh, it's pretty cool that the Holy Spirit will get somebody to pray for your stuff without anybody knowing. Even the person praying doesn't know exactly who. They might have a feeling this might be something going on. but So nobody knows. So I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know if anybody's listening to it. But if there's somebody listening, you know, just uh, just between you and God, say, hey, Lord, I got this thing going on. I got this thing, this situation. It's usually a situation. Probably with somebody. Now, I'll take you through the, the mental process that I go through um, if I'm praying for unspokens. Um, generally, if I'm in a room... There's a bunch of people, you know, there might be 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 people in a room. And if I pray for an unspoken, you know, I'll look around and I'll try to get a feeling. And then I'll pray for what comes into my head. You know, I don't know who you are if you're listening. Um... But percentages are pretty good. If I'm talking to a crew of recovery people, the stuff is pretty, I've been sober for forever, 48 years, 49 years. I've been sober long enough to be old. And you have to understand In those years of listening, you know, there's nothing really new. It's a new person, but it's the same old stuff. And you say, no, no, Chuck, you don't understand. You know, I'm completely unique. I, uh, you know, I, 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 I got into this trouble all by myself, you know, and nobody's ever seen this. Trust me. Trust me. If there's not too much 
newer surprising about drunks and addicts and people with situations in recovery. It's all pretty much the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. So let's think about what kind of situations we get into. I'm not going to pray for unspoken. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about the kind of things that comes up. I don't know whether there's anybody out there that's got the situation I talk about. But this is more about you wanting to realize that you're part of a population and you think you're unique and you're not unique. You're thinking you're the only one that did this thing and you're not the only one that did this thing you know you're one of a group of people that did this thing maybe a little different but a lot of times it's really really similar so it's not a lot of mystery in it really you got a population of people in recovery and they do about the same stuff Different names, different people, you know, um, but it's pretty similar. So what, what, what's the, what kind of things are these? You tell me. Newly sober people, clean people don't have much money. So it might be a money thing. Lord, I, I, need, I need to f- find some finances. You know, had a situation, we're short of cash. We need, need you to intervene and help us with the finances. It could be the finances are because you can't manage your money. You know, and you're not going to get out and run and say, Lord, help me manage my finances. You're probably not going to do that. But that's what you need prayed for. You know, um, it's not finances. It can be most likely relationships. You know, um, I think the, the one thing about people early in recovery is they're, forgive me, a little bit like rabbits. That's about all they think about is, you know, making more rabbits. Um, and that doesn't work out too well. Um, because chances are, where you're at, you don't need rabbits right now. You need to stay sober, get clean, learn to have healthy relationships, and then you can have rabbits. So the requests are, you know, and, and usually the requests aren't necessarily brighten or lighten. They're like dumb and stupid, but they're requests nonetheless. You know, maybe the smartest ones are, Lord, give me wisdom. And then blah, 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 blah. But... It's a good start. 
Lord, give me wisdom. You know, I know what I want, but I'm willing to consider the fact I might not be really good at figuring out what I want. So it's a good request. But the real trick is, you know, the trick the Lord has to pull is you 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 want to you want to practice making the rabbit, but you don't want the rabbit. That's a bit of a problem, you know. And you don't want the Lord to tell you, "Don't make rabbits right now. You're just not ready." So. It's a little of a game, but it's a beginning. At least you're talking to the Lord about it. It means you're open a little bit to a cogent argument. So there's always a good part to it, but you've got to sort of let the Lord open your mind to the fact that there are alternatives. There are other ways of looking at things. And that's what the conversation's about. You know, Lord, I want this. Well, maybe the right answer, the right question is, Lord, help me figure out what I should want and then give me the ability to to do what I need to do to get it. That's a bit of a stretch for somebody new in recovery. New in recovery is I want what I want when I want it. I want the size and the shape I want it, and I want it right now. And I'll take a ice cream sundae too. Not the brightest thing. That's not the most hopeful thing. But you know what I'm saying is, is that especially new in recovery, we're not the brightest bulb that was ever invented. You know, chances are we're thinking really wrong and really cruising for a bruising somehow. So, an unspoken is, Lord, I got this itch I want to scratch and I want you to make it so I can have what I want, not what I need. But, If you think it's wise, take me along the smart path. But I'm going to ask for the thing I want rather than the thing I need. And I just trust you to sort that out. It's really sort of stupid, but newly sober is pretty stupid. So that's why unspokens are so cool because basically you're saying Lord I want a whole bunch of stuff but I want you to give me what I need not what I want it's like a game you know what I need is buried under all the what I want you know it takes a while But eventually, we get mature enough to say, Lord, give me what I need, not what I want. 
then our prayer life is going to work a little better. But a lot of times the unspokens driven by the Lord are, yeah, give this person what they need, not what they want. And maybe a little bit of like, hey, stupid, that's not very bright. Um, Maybe it's a good idea you not get that. New sobriety is God help me and please protect me from myself. Please protect me from myself. But give me what I need. Give me what I want. And, you know, it's all buggered up. But at some point, you got to realize that God is going to give you what you need, not what you want, unless you go charging off and cheat the process and try to get the, the shiny thing before you get what you need to deal with it. Unspokens. You know, I'm go, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray like I'd pray for unspoken. And I make a few comments, and then we'll quit. But you got to understand something. You know, if I pray for un- unspoken, I'm not praying for what you want. I'm praying for what you need. What you want is not what you need. So I'm not praying for what you want. I'm praying for what you need. And I'll give you a sympathy chip from a chaplain if you don't like it, because you get what you you get what you need, not what you want. If the Lord's in it, so let me pray. Now, I just have to understand something. <clears throat> you know, I'm not praying for people who've been sober a long time or clean a long time. I'm praying for a population of people in a recovery house, which means they sort of want to get clean and have a better life. They sort of want to have a new beginning. And and they also sort of want to get the shiny thing right now. So... That's just the basic thing. If I, I'm sitting in a, in a room with 30 people, men and women, half in halfway houses, in sober houses, um, some in middle sobriety, some in long-term sobriety. What's the prayer like? Well, it's... Lord, take care of those that are in deep need. Hello. Take care of those in deep need. Meet their needs, not their wants. If they're short of money, Help them 
get the money they need. Maybe not the money they want, but the money they need. If they have sickness, touch their sickness so it doesn't threaten their lives. If they're becoming involved in close relationships, help them have wisdom not to get entangled in sick relationships. If they're considering things that will cause them harm, turn that aside. If they're considering actions that are just going to drag them into things, you know, illicit situations, things that are, can cause trouble with their relationship with the Lord or with each other, you know, you know, help them to not get into those. Or... Just grab them by the scruff of the neck and drag them out and plop them on an island someplace until they wise up. Because there's one thing we know. We who are in addiction and trying to get better aren't the smartest lot. So we need somebody to come and grab us by the nap of the neck and drag us to a safe spot. So we pray for safety for people. You know, for money situations, we pray, oh God, that you'd help everybody to be wise with their money. You know, we pray, oh God, that you'd help them to be smart in their relationships. Help them to get their priorities straight so that they're they're walking a good, solid way and not being stupid. We pray, oh God, that you would touch them and take care of them. For people with health issues, whether caused by their addiction or just caused by circumstance, we pray your touch upon them. Help the doctors have wisdom. Help them have discipline. We pray, oh God, that you would help all of us to be a support for each other and not a hindrance. In other words, you know, if you're in recovery, don't go fishing in the pond because that's just nothing but trouble. You know, don't, don't soil the water in which you're trying to drink life out of. Lord, we just pray, oh God, that you would touch everybody for health, everybody be a healthy touch. For the stupid, help everybody be smart and not be stupid. For, we just pray for people to have wisdom to do the smart thing and not the stupid thing. And we pray, oh God, that you, if you don't know the Lord, that you would seek him out and find him. In Jesus' name. Those are unspokens. Nobody's voiced that, but generally speaking, it's always 
suitable. So if you have it unspoken, communicate with me. If you don't want, I'll be praying. We'll talk more about it because it's a little bit like, oh, I don't know. I do know. You know, I do know. I mean, I'm talking about other people's stuff. But everything's the same. You know, newly sober people do the same thing over and over again. And it's a miracle if you can communicate enough to give them the idea that, hey, that might be me and maybe what I'm doing is stupid. So, Lord, I just pray everybody have a smart moment instead of a stupid moment. And you all take care of yourself. Ask for help. Don't drink. Go to a meeting. And I'll talk to you in a well. Thank you, Mike. This is Chuck at Last Discovery Podcast. Chunks of the Faith and Recovery. Thank you.